0: Welcome Hugh. Welcome Connell. Welcome audience. And welcome producer Gil. (laughs) Hugh, what are we here to do? We're here to inspire and educate. Absolutely. Do you think the listeners did their homework last week? What was their homework? They had to tell everyone they know about the podcast. They had to share it. Hopefully they did. We did. Yeah, we definitely did. And uh, what have the listeners got to look forward to today? So, on today... We're getting clear on customers, and we're going to explain why that's important. Absolutely. And after that, we're going to close the loop from last week's show and test out some of the values we've come up with.
1: Absolutely. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's, <laughs> let's test those values, see whether they hit a home run or not. And um,
0: we're going to talk to you about the themes for our upcoming shows.
1: Upcoming shows, Mindset next week, so we don't want to
0: miss that one. And uh, hang around towards the end, because we're going to need your help. So let's kick it off with... Our Rapid Fire review. What did we learn from last week's episode?
2: Rapid Fire.
0: Let's kick off the episode with a rapid fire review. So, let me explain it. We're not talking about
1: last week. We're talking about what we learned for last week. So, mm-hmm. we're building this micro business. It's a podcast. And so, we need to say, what did we, we learn? What did we change? So, it's not saying I learned more about values because that's what we spoke about. It's, it's the running of the business. So, 30 seconds,
0: couple of points, what did you learn? I learned a couple of things. The first was that starting a podcast is just as hard as starting a business, <laughs> so I think we've been about as successful with both. <laughs> um, the second was that making an interesting and coherent conversation on a podcast is much different to doing it in person. There's a lot of cadences that you have to change and a lot of mannerisms that just don't work as well. So They were my two big takeaways. What about you? Okay.
1: You nearly wrote the script for me. I've <laughs> got to say, I didn't know what you're going to say. but. So these are my takeaways. Good work is hard. So I was naive, underestimated what it would take to deliver a good podcast. But then when I think about it in a business context, a great outcome is a reflection of the process behind it, and we didn't have one. So we had no process. So naive to think that we'd get a good podcast with no process. And then the summary I thought of was, it's like a kid learning to ride a bike. Everyone is generally really excited when they pull it all together, but when you look back at the video, it's pretty shit. <laughs> okay, so that's our rapid fire review. On to the theme of the show.
2: You're listening to Two Paths, One Journey.
1: Okay, Connell. So we're getting clear on customers. And I know in the in first month of business, there's a few things that you found out about your customers.
0: So what was your learnings? Yeah. In the first few weeks, I have learned a lot about who I am trying to serve and who I'm not trying to serve, and that's been a key takeaway. But I think as an employment agency, I have the unique privilege of having to appeal to two sets of customers, both a candidate customer and a business customer.
1: Yeah so your candidate customer that you that you call will define the term for the audience so you call them a skilled affiliate and part of your business model is you actually share the revenue with them
0: so that's why that's why we see them or you see them as a customer that's correct yeah so we bring them into the operation and we treat them as if you know they were someone we wanted to work with for a long period of time and that's how we incentivize them to stay with the employer partners that we work with
1: Yeah. And then your employment partner, like it's more traditional, the customer that a a normal or traditional employment agency would have. So you've got the two, you've got your employment partners and you've got your skilled affiliate partners. So so that's why we're going to break down and just make sure we disseminate those or differentiate between those
0: two while we're talking. Yeah. So the learning there, understanding what you're not looking for, that has been as vital to me as trying to figure out what I am looking for, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I've got some of your
0: bullet points on the page and I'm going to steal your words. So knowing who your customer isn't is what you wrote down? Exactly right. It's knowing who my customer isn't. So I made a lot of assumptions, potentially incorrectly, (laughs) about who they were and nearly every day that's been challenged in one way or another. So I think something that recently came up is that I realized when I'm selecting the candidates that I want to work with as skilled affiliates, you have to be very picky. And that's not just, you know, for our benefit, saying that we carry the best people around. It's actually for their benefit too. So,
1: so why do you have to be picky? Explain that.
0: So when I f- started, I was pretty open to working with almost anyone. <laughs> yeah. And I wasn't too selective. And what I found being a new agency on the block, when I would call an employer and I would try to talk to them about candidates that I had that might fit their roles, I would get turned down at the door because the candidates that I was working with, they came with a litany of issues that might not look desirable to employers. Okay, good.
1: Now, this is where we're going with this show. So You needed to put yourself in the shoes of your customer, of the employer. So, how do you do that? And that's part of what we're unpacking today is how do you understand who your customer is, how do you put yourselves
0: in their shoes, and where you go? So, keep going. You're 100% right, and I know that producer Gill hates me saying that, <laughs> so <laughs> I'll try to reduce that. <laughs> but yeah, you're spot on. I, I had to put myself into the position of the other set of customers, my business customers. And to do that, it was pretty simple for me. I actually just talked to them. And I spoke to them and I said, or I asked, you know, what are the problems with your people? What issues do you have when it comes to staffing? What don't you look for? Why don't you look for that? And a few points just kept coming up repeatedly throughout that. So, with that,
1: that's what we're going to do. We're going to talk about your experience, about the customer journey, customer personas, and then we're going to interlap that with our customers listening and our audience and and do that for our podcast 2P1J find out who they are. So so what's the experience? Tell me some of
0: our heart moments in the customer journey. The customer journey. I think recognizing that there are different forms of skilled affiliate, that was a, a massive learning. And that's when we were able to build a process that worked for both the person and for the business customers as well. So we were able to adapt our processes to fit the personas of those that we were trying to capture. We recognized that Building too narrow of a process, you'd lose some. Building too broad of a process, you capture too many people. So, we had to walk this line where we are kind of doing enough checks that we're getting who we wanted, but not doing too many where we're losing those we didn't.
1: Okay. I'll explain the customer journey and customer persona, and then interloop that back to what you said. So, the customer journey is literally the journey that the customer goes through to get to your product or to get to your service. So we're going to hone in on the skilled affiliate, the candidate that you're going to Mm -hmm. place with employees. So we were looking at how do you onboard them and how do you understand what they're going through and changing your process to meet that. And we had a few examples of different type of candidates and then we built out personas, which are personality profiles of a particular candidate and how they would walk through your process to become a skilled affiliate. Mm -hmm. So the first application form you did was this long-winded form that you sent across to me just to proof, you know.
0: and what was the first thing that we came up with that? So we realized, and this will tie into the customer personas, so a couple of the personas we identified as potentially being relevant to skilled affiliates and skilled suite were Pissed Off Peter and Organized Susie. And Pissed Off Peter, he's in a job he's unhappy with. He's looking to leave and he doesn't want long winded recruitment processes. So, what we realized was that having a really long form that tries to capture too much, it wasn't going to attract your pissed off Peter. So, we had to come up with a way that we could reduce the form to a point where we were capturing as much information as we needed to get the ball rolling. But at the same time, we had organized Susies and organized Susies, they carve out time in their diary, you know, a couple hours on a weekend to apply to roles. And that's the only time that they want to spend doing it. So we also had to appeal to Organised Susies. So what we did is we used logic in the form to be able to appeal to both Pissed Off Peters and Organised Susies, where if Susie was ready to apply, she could select that. But if Pissed Off Peter was looking at the form on his phone on the way to work, he had the option to just submit the bare minimum requirement as well. I'm glad you made that last point in that you've got the person that's thinking
1: about looking for another role and they're not, they're not ready to apply. So you make sure that you capture them and you don't scare them away by having too much information. On the flip side, you've got a different customer on a different journey who is ready to apply and actively look for a new role. So you want to make sure that they can get on with the job and give you all the information. So there's that dichotomy. Hopefully we've explained it now in, in your context that the audience... So, so let's talk about our customer. Let's talk about our listener. Let's talk about their journey. So Who are we here for? And where are they going to find us? And how does that shape our show? What do you think? So who's our ideal customer? 25 words or
0: less. 25 words or less. Well, it'd be business owners seeking valuable insights and practical strategies to help grow and improve their businesses. Well done. I think we read that before
1: the show. So, (laughs) So yeah, so we're looking to educate and inspire business owners. That's why we're here. That's our purpose. Yeah. Okay. So we're clear on that. Now where do those people hang out what are they doing in their day to day what is their experience mm. how do we reach those people so we need to think like our customers and luckily enough we are our customers you know we we are business owners yeah. and and so we should be thinking okay so we need to start mapping out some customer journeys mm. and personas so we'll link the two together mm. so the customer journey customer persona where's your head out
0: where where are our customers listening living how are they listening i think Primarily what you'll find is that people are going to be listening to the podcast. I I don't think very many are going to be watching it. So I think often you'll find people are doing that, traveling to work, commuting, getting to and from a place of work. They might be exercising or performing household chores as well. I'll just summarize. Yeah, so they're listening. They're listening, they're not
1: watching. They're listening in their car, they're listening in headphones. Then the second thing is is who is our customer and and what is their persona, when are they listening, part of the day, uh, how does it look in their their life size? So, explain some personas
0: and then we'll try and bring it all together about the decisions that we make for our show. So, just to that point, have you bought some personas that you've come up with as potential listeners for the show? I did. Did you? But don't yeah. look so surprised because that was homework. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure I'm holding you accountable. <laughs> yeah. I nearly didn't. But <laughs> okay.
1: So, so let's grab one of your personas okay. and unpack it with the customer yeah. journey and the persona and see what yeah. decisions that makes for us.
0: Yep. All right. Well, I've come up with two. So, the first of which I identified was frustrated Fran. Issues are arising in her construction company and she's not sure why. She started the company after completing a trade degree, an apprenticeship, and a few years experience on the tools. She finds traditional business podcasts too formulaic and boring, so she listens to 2P1J while on site to learn. I call bullshit. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. But
1: that's a good start. Mm. But a construction worker does not listen to a podcast while they're on a construction site. It's- It's dangerous, Mm. they can't hear, they've got other things. So I think the start was good, Yeah. but I
0: think that the end part was not right. To speak on behalf of Fran, she's the owner. So she's in an office on site. She's in an office.
1: I I ran a busy business. I'm not listening to podcasts during the day. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so core bullshit. Damn it. Good start. So Fran listens to a podcast traveling between sites. Mm. Fran Mm. listens to a podcast home from work she's listening in her car. So, that's important. And I may be wrong, but that's the whole exercise. And if there's
0: any frustrated friends out there, yeah, yeah, yeah. Call, call in. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Call, call bullshit on my bullshit. <laughs> yeah. but okay. No, no. Yep. All right. Do you want the second? Yes, I do. Okay. Studious Stew. Stu's background is in system development and he recently began his entrepreneurial de- endeavors, I can't speak, creating a web platform that he thinks will revolutionize the tech world, but he has no idea how to run a business. He's struggling to secure clients as they ask some questions about his company that he can't answer. So he's learning as much as he can about running a business as a solopreneur. He listens to 2P1J to further his understanding of the entrepreneur's journey. When does he listen? At night. (laughs) At night. Before bed. (laughs) He's not coding all night? No, he's built the system. He's built the system. Yeah, the (laughs) systems there. Okay.
1: I think both of them, they're they're looking for challenges in their business. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, I I think we've got a good start mm. and and I'll challenge a few things around that. So, when they listen is important, we've got to get that down. How will they find us? Yeah. Which is the other thing. What are they looking to learn? Another nuance that I think is important is business owners are busy people. They've got to multitask, which I think in the context of this conversation, they're looking to learn, they're looking to be entertained. So I think that's really important in that if we're going to grab a chunk of their busy day, we've got to teach them, Mm -hmm. we've got to educate them, and we've got to inspire them. And I think the the mode of doing that is it's got to be entertaining. Mm. Mm. And we're running a big risk of boring the crap out of them in their second show. But, but that's so that's that's where. And I'll give you my persona. Yep. And see, you can call bullshit on it as well. Yep. But the difference with my persona is it's an actual person.
0: <laughs> You're, well, that's cheating. No, it's not. That's the <laughs> whole <it>? idea. <laughs> that's the whole yeah, idea. Okay. Uh, so my
1: persona is. Uh, is there a fun name for it? No, my persona is Producer Gill. <gasps> Okay. No, no, I'm actually joking. (laughs) No, no, I just wanted to put Gil on the spot. (laughs) No, no. Okay. So Subway owner Suresh. So Suresh's son and my son play cricket together, and we have big business chats on the weekend. So he's got two kids. Uh, He's busy working uh, in his store. He works about 50 hours a week, and that's because of all the different things. He runs like any subways, it's a mixture of kids and uni students and sometimes he just needs to fill in the gap. He's done it for five years. He's got it up to a time where he's looking to do something else. So He's now looking for other business opportunities. He's been working in the infrastructure of a franchise where there's a lot of processes built out, but he's now looking for something else to do. He lives 20 minutes from the store, so he's going to listen in his car and traveling to and from the store about other business process, business ideas, how he makes that leap. So same thing, doesn't
0: have a lot of spare time. Okay. So to your point then, I'm not quite calling bullshit, but I'm saying this was an unfair fight. <laughs> Shockingly, none of my 24-year-old friends are business owners. <laughs> but how beyond just knowing you does Suresh find us?
1: Great question. I could have nearly scripted it. Yeah. No, no, it, it was. That's a great question. So this is this is the thing. We've decided that the customer journey, as I said, for Suresh and we, who is your friend? Frustrated Fran. Frustrated Fran. They're listening to the podcast, Yeah. but where are they going to find us? Mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to find us through searching for another problem. Frustrated Fran may be searching... They're going to be using Google, so anything's optimised around that, or they may be on social media, or they may be somewhere else. So that's why we're doing video. Mm. I probably made the leap too big, but yeah, yeah, because the customer needs to find us. So where they find us and where Mm -hmm. they listen to us is going to be different, and that's so you go. Okay, this is where they're going to listen to us, so we should go double down on making sure the the audio quality and everything is perfect, understand that if we do anything physical in the studio, we need to explain it for the listener. So when we construct a show, making sure the show is not too physical, I'm not handing over props, or we need to do that in the show. But how do we actually get to a customer relying on the search through their favorite podcast app? Yeah. Maybe we'll get some that way, yeah. but it's really being optimized for you know search and YouTube and, and, mm. and Instagram and all of those other short forms. So, the frustrated friend, the subway owner Suresh, mm. whenever they're searching for a problem, they go, For example, what's a problem Fran is going to search for? You know, mm. Mm. what y- were y- some of her people, pain points? People, people, people. problem, people yeah.
0: problem, yeah, definitely. So, okay. in a few weeks' time, when we're talking about people we might get a few frustrated a- friends. Absolutely. So, when, as we
1: go through our show and, and if I go back to our show list, mm. do you know, just- As Hugh
0: rifles through <laughs> papers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for explaining that for, for the audience. Um,
1: so, as we go back through our show list, like with mindset. So, uh, who is your IT guy? Studious Stu. Studious Stu. So, he may be like, I've got to get my head right. So he's like, mm-hmm. he's searching through mindset. We've optimized our show yeah. through search, uh, goal setting, people for Fran, business leadership. So going to Suresh, he's mm-hmm. like, Well, how do I get from my store to to my new business venture? Yeah. And we do a show on process or we do a show on whatever it is. Yeah. Like so so we optimize our show. So people searching for these problems go, yeah, yeah. that's what I need. Then we make sure the experience the product mm. is aligned with how they're consuming the product.
0: Yep. And call me out if I'm straying too far here, but I guess looking at a persona like Studious Stew, he, and and this is going to lift up the curtain on the podcast a little bit, but our ideas for the future as well is to start bringing guests in. And um, that's going to be another way to connect with a wider audience is if there's guests that have specialties in certain areas, like if Studious Stew Needs assistance from a guest we have that specialises in what he's struggling with. It's just another way to bring those sorts of personas in.
1: Yeah, I, I agree, and and that's exactly how we we pick our guests. You know, mm-hmm. believe it or not, uh, we're not experts in every <laughs> every <laughs> every field, but and that's in, important. So if we bring in a guest that's really interesting, we bring in. Um, Okay, you'll like only. no, no, no. You like this
0: one? Oh, okay. <laughs> if we bring in Taylor Swift, <laughs> <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> what do you think about me? <laughs> no, but
1: uh, massive, massive brand. But that is not who our listener is coming to listen to. Yeah, yeah. do you know? Yeah, we, we made the joke. We bring in Oprah. The same sort of thing. Look, although Oprah is a great businesswoman, so mm-hmm. that I think that's true. But if we if we brought Oprah in we need to talk business with Oprah and some of her experiences. And the other risk is is that her experiences aren't relevant to our audience. Mm. So that's why we need to understand our customer, our listener. Mm. Who is our audience? Where are they interested? You know, they don't need to know how to run a billion dollar media empire. They need to know how do I get better people? Yep. How do I control my mindset? How do I match my long-term goals to my day-to-day? Yep. Which that's what we
0: hear. Yeah. I, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. So, I, I guess. Yeah. No, I agree. I can't. I You're can't. agreeing too much. You've <laughs> been given strict instructions
1: from producer Gill this morning
0: not to agree with me. Start saying things that are disagreeable, then.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to pause.
1: Now, last week we spoke about when we're doing- shitty things as novices that we're going to give an award. Yeah. And we called it the Rookie
0: Award. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> oh, no. Hugh's opening up a follow-up. So oh, oh, my God. How uh, did you do this in a week? He's pulled out a medal on a lanyard.
1: I've, I've got a participation award. It's just a finishers medal from uh, <laughs> the <laughs> Brisbane Marathon. Like, yeah. participation award is rookie. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, rookie enough. Uh, I actually, I actually had- I couldn't find the trophy. I'm very proud. I won the D-grade squash men's champion in Mafra, which is a small country town. So D-grade squash. If anybody plays squash, you need a rating of about 70, which is like a good seven-year-old could beat me. (laughs) (laughs) So I couldn't find my D-grade champions trophy. And shout out to everybody at Maffra and that club because it's a great uh, squash and racquetball club. What but, was it? Three other people or <laughs> five?
0: Oh, okay, <laughs> were you playing yourself?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think there was a forefoot. <laughs> the, the other guy did a hamstring. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the perfect award. But in lieu of this, I'm not going to. I'm not going to award it today. Yeah. Just going to sit it there. Don't yeah. agree with me.
0: Well, I'm, <laughs> I'm actively going to disagree with you. I don't think you should award it. <laughs> okay. I think that's very biased. <laughs> so, have we answered the question? Have we
1: answered why understanding our customer and understanding the customer journey
0: is important? I'm going to challenge you on this. Yeah. I think we've made a first attempt. Just like in my business, I've made a first attempt. But I recognize that it's an ever-changing thing. I think constantly you're learning more about your customer and you're learning how to market to them better and who they are better. So I think we've made a good first attempt and I think we have a pretty good understanding, but it's a strong belief loosely held in that we could be wrong.
1: I think that you have explained the process, but you haven't told me why. Good Gil, Gil gets an A plus. <laughs> Gil's okay. not getting the Rookie Award. <laughs> no, no, he's not. He yeah, he is eligible, but because he's the most experienced, any small mistake. Yeah. <laughs> he, he, okay, so yeah, why it's important? That's the kick. So why you got two two guys two P one J saying oh this is this is what we did whoop de do? Yeah. Why is it important? Okay, it gives you focus. Yep. So. You know you can say, this is the segment I'm targeting. So so full focus, it means we know how our customer thinks. We know where they're going to hang out. Mm-hmm. So you can tailor your offering. So we're going to tailor our product. Breaking all the rules, we made it physical before I pulled out a medal, but you explained it. So hopefully the, the customer enjoy that experience. But if we're bringing out too many props too often, then we run the risk. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, is because we know we're our customer, we need to be optimized for search. We need to make sure we've got a video offering. That's why we're here in Gills Studio, where we've got video and audio. Mm-hmm. That's also why we're in Gills Studio because customers expect a quality of podcast that's professional. Yeah. So yeah, we could do it at home, we could get micro and but we wouldn't have the quality. So that's why we're here. Those things were inherent. And then to your point, the, the minimal viable product, that test, you start with assumption and then you test. And I think that's what, what you did in that you started with some assumptions yep. and then you tested. Is there any anything there that you want to elaborate on?
0: <clears throat> yeah, definitely. To Gil's point why, I can give a real example as to why it's important. Now, uh, sorry, can I just clarify, Gil? When you ask why, what why are you trying to determine? If-
1: because you can have an excellent product yeah. that you're selling to the wrong people. Yes. I think I'm answering very poorly the question I made. But but I could, be, I could be serving more people if I had a clear idea of who my client is. I agree. You think of capital, like mm-hmm. cash is king in a business. And if you do not pay the bills, you're going to run out of cash. It's that simple. And we don't have a limitless supply of cash, and you've only got so many things you can try. Focus is important. So you want to be trying on the right customers. Yep. So the same thing is, like we are targeting the business owner. We're not targeting the person that's thinking about the business, so we're going narrow. We, we could do a show of people who's thinking about doing the business, people who are retired in business, people in business. but. That's a mistake. We're going, the business owner, and we're going narrow, and we're thinking about where they're listening, how they're listening, how they're going to find us, because we don't have an endless resource of advertising budget to go and spend 10 grand to attract people to listen. Yeah, We need to be really narrow and making sure, back to our purpose, we inspire and educate so they come back again, yeah. and and it, it affords focus. Yeah. Yeah. And then you test against your assumptions. I call bullshit, but we test those assumptions. And you've tested them against me and I'm like, J- more experienced. I think, no, that's not right. I worked in ag, essentially a similar to a construction site. If someone had headphones on and forklifts are running around, it's dangerous as hell. So the owner's not doing that. And if they are, they'll be out of business pretty quickly because it's not it's yeah. bad practice. So that, all of those things is perfect. But it's a great start. Like I, I, I commend you for, for coming here and saying, this is what we're thinking. And, and hopefully this is the show. Someone listens and go, I'm thinking about my customer, and then they go, oh, of course. Mm. And whether we did that or not, audience, you decide, let us know. We want to know.
0: Yeah. www.2p1j.com, website's up now.
2: Closing the loop.
0: Let's start closing the loop on last week's podcast. So. We were talking about coming up with a purpose and values, and audiences might not have noticed, but we hid something at the start of this episode. Do you want to tell them a bit more? We didn't actually hide it, but but we
1: got clear on our purpose. So we're here to inspire and educate, Like the podcast, it's our micro business, and we've got a purpose, and now we want values for our podcast. And so we set a bit of homework for each other to come with two values that we think we should live by as a podcast, and we're going to test them. So th- this was the brief. I gave the example in this e- e- for neatness. So neatness is a value and the example is a place for everything and everything in its place. So that's what you had to bring. And now what's going to be the measure? Gill and I will measure your two values and vice versa. You and Gill will measure my my values. If it's in the words of Derek Shivers, if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. And like Sandra Bullock said to Michael Oil in the movie Blindside, if you don't like it in the store, when you first get it, you're not going to want to buy it or you're not going to wear it. So, Connell, big moment,
0: your two values. There's been a lot of pop culture references from you today, Hugh. What are you watching and listening to Taylor Swift and Sandy Bullock? <laughs> um, okay. To kick it off, my most contentious value to start with, staunch. We will not promote any person, product, platform, or process on the podcast unless we truly believe in it. We will not sell out. I'm looking at some blank faces. Okay, this, this, is, a, this is a genuine dramatic pause.
1: Gil, you first. Oh, isn't that a given? People, no, I don't if We're not going to lie to people telling that something's good when it's not. I don't think that's a value. I don't even know what staunch means. Oh, yeah, are we going back to this? skilled again.
2: (laughs) I'm going to
1: cop cop
0: it on the chin, but it's a no. It's a no. It wasn't a hell yes. It's a no. Okay. It's a no. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. Second one. Pricks. What? Pricks. (laughs) (laughs) P-R-I-C-K-S. We will poke holes in things. Each other, theories, you, the audience, and it might hurt, but we want to build something prick proof.
1: I like it. I like the theme for me. That's
0: a maybe. If it's not a yes, it's a no. Derek it's said not a hell, If it's not a hell <laughs> yes, it's a no. Yeah, it, yeah. They're a no, yeah. but they've got potential. <laughs> Via the nickel.
1: <laughs> but, but it's a no. Gil, you, you're. Uh, you can, it's enough of them. It's, it's a, a no yeah. for both of them? Yeah. Okay. you ready? All right, over to you, Hugh. I'm, actu- I'm actually <laughs> feeling the pressure. <laughs> Value number one curiosity. Ask questions,
0: especially the hard ones. I don't want to go eye for eye. That's not my style. But <laughs> <laughs> but if we're saying that the essence of the staunch, you know, not selling out, that's an assumed value. I would have thought an educational podcast about business and journeys on that would assume curiosity as a part of it. That's that's my take on it. Yeah. Gil?
1: My thought as well. Okay. You should be there already. So okay. No. I'll take that on board. The disappointed. But that's okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. The next one. Be fearless. Take risks. Average is the
0: enemy. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. 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 I agree. And that's something that we we really need to work to to embody. So take risks. Yeah, Absolutely. Okay. We got one.
1: One from four. It's not bad. 25%. <laughs> and we don't want to labor over the point. But I think this is this is it for a business. We go we try it on for size, like your leather jacket you wore out to the club last week. Um, <laughs> follow me on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just I, I've gone a whole show without having a dig <laughs> and I was getting I was getting twitchy. Is that true? <laughs> I think I, so. I, I feel like I'm sitting in the wrong seat. <laughs> okay. So try on for size. Okay, we've got one. So we've gotta right. take a risk every show. Yeah. Okay. Gotta take a risk. We'll come back. We'll put a pin in it. Give it a few shows, we'll come back, we'll test them again, and we'll go from there. Next
0: segment, mate, what are we doing?
2: What's next on Two Paths, One Journey?
0: In the coming weeks, you get to look forward to shows like Mindset, Goal Setting, Psychometric and Personality Testing, People, AI, and Business Leadership.
1: Awesome. These are topics that we're really interested in, so hopefully there's some value. We can inspire and
0: educate the audience. So what do we need our audience to do? We need your help. You're our customer. You need to tell us how we can make this better, how we can inspire you and how we can do that in an entertaining way. Absolutely. The other thing too, like in future
1: episodes, in future Closing the Loop, we're going to ask the customer, we're going to ask you, get on our socials, get on our website, tell us whether we got close. How do you listen? How was the journey? What are you doing differently? How do we change our show to- tailor for you, the customer, the listener. So, that's it. So, tell us. Jump jump on the socials.
0: What are our socials? Where, where can they find us, Connell? Our listeners can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, or by going to www.2p1j.com. One more thing. The homework from last week, it carries on. Tell your friends, tell your mum, tell your
1: sisters, brothers, uncles, whatever. Everybody needs to know about the show.
2: Time to wrap it up.
0: Okay, Connell. Let's wrap this up. So today we got clear on our customers. And Gil smartly asked, why is it important? And from my own experience in my business, I think understanding the customer journey and personas helped me understand the business owners like myself are time poor. And if you're trying to sell a great product to the wrong person, you're losing efficiency and sales. Yeah, I agree. One
1: word, it affords you focus. It knows where you need to focus. And that's why you understand your customer by doing the persona and the customer journey. So what's on next week's show, mate? Mindset. Mindset. Looking forward to it? Absolutely, scared. (laughs) So thank you to our customers, the listener. Absolutely, thank you for your time. Thanks Connell, thanks Gil. Everybody have a lovely day. Thanks to you.
2: We hope you enjoyed today's episode of Two Paths, One Journey. Thank you for tuning in and supporting the show. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. And if you really love today's show, please leave us a five-star review. It helps other people discover the show and grow our community. We also want to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions for future episodes, you can reach us at 2P1J.com or send us an email at info at 2P1J.com. We read every message and we'd love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening to 2P1J. We'll see you next time.